Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
on, on. Cutting it on. Cutting it on. Come on with it. Let me get it. Hey. Yeah. That might be my favorite beer right now. It's probably the best beer of all the Voodoo Rangers. Kind of like the, I kind of like the Fruit Punch one too, though. That one's a danger. It is a danger. That bitch is slap. We talked about that. Yeah, it slaps pretty hard. The fruit Punch. Fruit Punch is probably my favorite of all the juice, even though it's not a real juice. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Not, now that you mention it, it's not a real you, juice. Yeah, read like a legit fruit punch, like uh, like all the real juices put together. Yeah, and maybe in Mexico. Yeah. Or on a Caribbean cruise. My dad had a uh, a drink he taught me how to make. It was like a Jason Stress is what it was called. Is his name Jason? No, I don't know who. I don't know. Like I, when I thought about it, I always thought about the slasher film. That's exactly what I have in mind, but I was going to ask to see Jason. But. So you, you know, you'd pour like a lot of different juices, orange juice, pineapple juice, whatever you're into. Yeah. Grape juice, probably not. But, uh, Cherry juice? You could. Probably Little concentrate, little. and then you pretty much uh, pour rum, vodka, just it's like a hunch punch kind of. Exactly. Okay. Exactly, and then he would like go in there and like throw some like pineapple chunks, cherries, Ooh. slices of fruit. Sounds like trash can punch a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess everywhere people call it a little different. We call it hunch punch. But he taught me how to make that. We used to have. Uh, we were in the same grade in high school, and uh, Jason. No, not Jason. Your dad. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I'm so confused. <laughs> Who was in the same grade? This chick. Oh! So we used to throw uh, house parties at my house. And, uh, yeah, well, it wouldn't be long. And, like, she was wanting to get into the partying scene. Yeah? She won't, She was She was going into her whole phase early. Oh, wow. If, how, you, if you will. How early are we talking here? 16, 17. Not bad. Not terrible. I'll allow it. I mean, it ain't like, I'll allow it ain't it. 13, 14. I'll allow it. That's all I'm gonna say. I ain't got no hate. I, like, if we start talking about whole phase at 13, completely against it. It's a little young. Too young for me. Dude, I don't even think I was like hanging out and about to where that was even possible at that time. I had some holes and some whole phases in the eighth grade. I'm not gonna lie. And I was very, very like appalled a little bit because I was still not. Quite there yet? I wasn't in my whole phase yet, right? I'm still, <laughs> I'm still a young boy. Scared of it. Tw- Not scared of it, but you, at, at, at the time you don't want something that everybody else has run through already. Like we're talking about, like that's thir- a point. Thirteen, fourteen years old, fucking like twenty, twenty-one year old dudes. It's like, nah, I don't they really, call it grooming for a reason. I don't really want that though. You know what I'm saying? That's a little extra for me. <clears throat> yep. Kind of makes her look like a trash bag hoe, you know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. I'm not with it. Uh, but seventeen, I'll allow. But it. the point I was gonna make is, uh, first time she came, I was uh, I was interested in the girl, so uh, I made her drinks all night, hmm. version drinks. Okay. But boy, did she get drunk. Really? Oh, she was a hell of an actor. Oh no shit. Yeah. And then like came over like next weekend, weekend after, came over for a long time, like was a regular. Did she think she was getting drunk, though? <clears throat> was that psychology working against her? I think psychology, yeah. Coming and then, like, it was probably, like, the sixth or seventh time, like, you know, she was, like, clinging all over everybody and acting drunk, and she come over there and started clinging all over me, and I was sitting on the couch. I was just trying to play my guitar, 
I wasn't even in the mood that night, but we, right. used, we threw house parties every weekend. I was, I was telling you about that. And she come over there, like, clinging all over me, and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I was just, just loving on you a little bit. And I was like, you know, like, ain't nothing in your drinks. Oh, you broke the bubble. <laughs> and she said, what? I said, who makes your drinks? She said, you do, and you make them strong. And I said, yeah, about that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, if, like, if it was up to me, you don't even know what alcohol tastes like. Right. Wow. Wow, she got sober real quick. Last time she came over. That was the last time? Yeah, and I was looking out for her. Because like, I didn't want, like, we had some sleaze bags coming over from time for to time. Sure. I didn't want her being taken advantage of. There's always sleaze. But she wouldn't have known better. Yeah. Her psyche was. It's like, you're sober acting this way. Like, what if you were really that way? Oh, yeah. She'd, she'd probably pass out and get railed on the back porch or something. Right. It was awful. And I knew her dad, and I respected her dad, so I didn't, I didn't want that to happen to Man, her. Man, but this, okay, on the shoe on the other foot, how awesome would that be <laughs> to be able to get drunk off Sprite? You know what I mean? Like, Wouldn't that be so- psychologically drunk. If you drink an orange juice and just get lit. Yeah, like, okay, Alan, when you make me a drink, yeah, I'm going to make you a, a screwdriver. And you just come back with orange juice, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm smashed. No hangover. Dude, getting, never throw up. Getting wasted is the best. Never fail a breathalyzer. And getting loaded on vitamin C. Yes. <laughs> I mean, how perfect would that be? Yeah. Honestly. I would have so much fucking fun if I could get drunk on just plain Jane orange juice. But just think about like everybody that's on the end. Like, and that was one thing. Like, I had a joke because I, I broke it to a couple of the guys. I was like, she never tasted alcohol. And they would just like watch us. Like she would just pound these drinks and just go into a theatric. And I was like... You know, we really should probably call Hollywood. It's a hell of a performance. Hell yeah. It's amazing. It was. I'm quite jealous, actually. I would love for that to have been me. To go back, man. Look at this Look at this dumbass. He's drunk off of... What did you put in the drink? What did you make? What did you make drinks? It was the equivalent of, like, <clears throat> different juice cocktails. So all the juice, no alcohol to go right. with the juice. Right, yeah. So Hawaiian Punch. Practically. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. I love Hawaiian Punch. If I could drink Hawaiian Punch and feel drunk, I would never drink anything else. Yeah, it was the audacity that she had, though. Like, after all that broke, and, like, I wasn't allowing her to have her whole phase at my house, so she ended up at another house party where she successfully got the whole phase going. Uh-huh. And I called her out on that, and I was like... And I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just saying, I wish you would start coming back to my house... Right. Because we actually cared about you and we yeah. took care of you. Like that way we could hold you, you out and not tell anybody. <laughs> that's the way she took it. Right. But I was like, we weren't known for that. Yeah. You go over there, you are being that. So basically she was at my house. <laughs> to be yeah. fair. Yeah. <laughs> not literally. But I was but, the asshole for, yeah. t- for taking care. Nice guy's always the asshole. Right? Most of the time. And that was that was something that I was like during that time. I tried to be the like the nice guy. I mean, clearly, in the story you just told me, yeah, that was yeah. very, 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 very respectable. Very true story. I mean, it was a really nice thing to do because, I mean, anybody, including me, can get a chick smashed and take advantage. Take it, yeah, yeah. I did this thing that I'm not proud of. Oh boy. Yeah. Wasn't rape or nothing. It was just. It was consensual. It was consensual, absolutely. I was drunk too, though. But we used to play this card game. You know the card game where, like, you get the deck of cards and the 
Waterfall. Never have I ever. No. Oh, water, water, yeah, the waterfall. Yeah, waterfall. The Jack is the something and the Ace. Oh, what was that game called? I don't know what it's called, but so this chick had to go take a piss. <laughs> so when she did, I stacked the deck against her. <laughs> I didn't let her get that far into it, of course. Well, if you get enough waterfall stacked, you don't need it. I didn't do that. That was mean. That would have been. I mean. wish I could remember the name of that game because we used like, to, we played it a lot. Cause like red, you drink black, I drink or whatever, yep. right? Yep. So I just made And it according work. to the the miracle on the card and then yes. even like the suit, like the king, queen, and jack was awesome. Right. I think the jack was the waterfall. Well, she was, and then the queen, you got to pick who you wanted to drink, and then like king was I don't remember. I don't remember all the ins and outs. But. I wish I did. That was a fun game, but but what I did is I stacked the deck against her because she told me how how like she was this badass drinker and she could drink me under the table. That's what happened. She accused of being able to drink me under the table. So I was like We'll see about that. Okay, bet. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a sexual act. It was just like, I'm going to get you fucked up. And did. I, I did pull back on the reins. I was like, we should stop playing this. This is going to get bad. Why? I was like, I stacked the deck against you to see how long you'd last. And yeah. she lasted a while. Yeah. It was quite impressive, honestly. We had a challenge, open challenge at Zachary's Monday night. Huh? There's a few of us sitting around the table outside. And uh, we had drank the bar out of uh, one of the craft beers. I don't remember which one it was. And we started drinking Coors. Wow. And got tired of Coors, we swapped over to whiskey. Yeah. Like a Jack and Coke or something like that. Oh, wow. And by that time, we were all pretty lit up. It was probably about five of us. Okay. And, like, like no offense to, like, a skinnier guy, but if a skinny guy calls out, like, a guy my size, that he's going to drink him under the table... Oh, yeah, he's stumbling, crawling home. Yeah, you asking for it. Yeah. But he does make some good points because he and I have had some, like, nights where we went really hard. And he was right there with me. Really? And, like, we didn't finish, so we don't know who would have won. We just both agreed to clock out. Right. But he was like, I'll drink all y'all under. And I was like, you sure you want to make that bet? How'd it go? We didn't do it that night. Huh. Because I had a... Uh, I think I had three of those craft beers, had like three Coors, and then had two Jack Cokes. Okay. And uh, I'm on, I was on call that night, and I got a call, and so I had to. Damn. But luckily, it was remote toward the drive. Uh, okay. Safety first, boys and girls. Safety first. We'll do it. Uh, sure. We'll do it appropriately. That's right. But uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like people in their thirties is like, dude, this is something. This is teenage shit. Right. Wait, wh- why you want to drink your boy under now? I don't, I don't want to get that drunk anymore. <laughs> Uh-uh. To be honest, I like doing the I like doing the show. I like having a few beers while we do it. Yeah. I think it loosens up the tongue. Catch but. a cold buzz, but I don't want to get like the last time I got surely sure enough drunk drunk. Well, actually, you were there, but yeah, uh, yeah. when we did the eighteen hundred last time the on the first, Mantle podcast, yeah, yeah. What was that two a month ago? Yeah, that's pretty lit. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah, I requested that you call. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was bad. That was bad. Yeah, but. You know what I just realized? What's that? We got to open the show. Oh wow! Welcome you (laughs) to Porch Talk. This is your host Alan. We are in Startville, Mississippi. This is the TC3 experience. Hope you're getting used to it. Uh, Good buddy Tyler. I gotta say this, man. This is uh, this is his show within the show. Uh, I think we're gonna call this episode "Uncultured Swine" for the podcast to be. Yeah. But dude, like, uh, I found myself on. Social media and just going through some of the man up posts yeah. and looking at the comments. Right. 
and getting fired up like at a negative one and uh-huh. i was like i think we just went into like a new level of, of brodom yeah oh yeah for sure like uh i consider y'all to be my boys now hell yeah you are and That's it feels definite it, man it feels good oh hell yeah yeah I mean, you can never have too many homeboys. Because I, I kind of felt like the, I felt like the oddball out. Like I really? mean, like the early episodes was fun, especially because I didn't know you were Wes at the time. Right. And I only knew Jake because I had had Jake on my podcast a couple times. So you didn't know Jake before that. No, I didn't know no Jake. Okay. The reason why he came that. on the show was Leslie. You know, she cleans the gym. Uh huh. That's a good friend of mine. Okay. And she was like, "Hey," and this is how a lot of the podcast episodes work. Like someone like you be like. Hey, there's this cat who's doing something very interesting. I think you should seek him out. And so yeah. I reached out to Jake, and like now you end up with a TC3 experience, a part of the Man Up podcast. You have mm-hmm. several episodes on your podcast. It's yeah, kind of insane. Yeah, the way a lot runs. of the, ever since I've started pod, uh, podcasting, yeah, which is true. Say ever since I started Port Salt, it's been going for almost five years. Yeah. Most of the opportunities, friendships, work, uh, even gigs for my music uh-huh. is because of this really like most of my life is influenced by this show now i remember i remember the first episode of man up that you showed up to and uh-huh. i didn't know who you were mm-hmm. of course and you didn't know who i was and blah 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 i remember being hella nervous because he goes this is the guy who gave me the idea to start the man up podcast and i was just like damn homeboy must gonna be like super um uh, articulate and super legit as fuck you know and i'm just like god i don't know what i'm gonna talk to him about and you get in there and you're just like the rest of us yeah just crack it up and still i still go back and listen to that episode those are good episodes yeah fun they were were a lot of fun yeah i I think i went too far several several times and that that to me is the fun of the man up podcast early days for me (laughs) yeah those those early days man is uh this is uh pre-video and Jake moves so much faster, which he has a whole lot more capital to work with than I do. Right. And he also has a bigger audience and reach than I do, like just from owning the, the, the gym. MMA community, period. Right. Yeah, it's huge. And so, like, when I was helping him get everything set up, like we were looking at earlier for yours. Yeah. When I was going through this and I was just kind of throwing ideas at him, like, if if I was you, this is the direction I would go. And he, like, took most of that advice, but sp- spun it even better than i dreamed like i can't tell you how proud of i am of y'all man like huge fan of the show and like i'm glad i get to be a part of it you know Uh, yeah i mean you put your own dynamic on the show definitely i've been going back and like listening because i've been on so much lately and i've been trying to uh like correct myself and kind of find like who i am on that show right yeah you're not porch talk on that show you're not alan you're well, it, <laughs> and you'll figure this out when you get yours going. It's like there's a there's a huge difference between hosting and just being yeah. on. I'm kind of I'm kind of afraid of that, but I'm also looking forward to that because I would like to put myself on there as a more serious character, and maybe not as I'm probably not going to be as serious as I think I am going to be. I'm I think I'm just as serious on both episodes, but I, I get to be like a like the topics that. Jake talks about on his show, they are close to my heart. Yeah. And so I am passionate about those, but I don't really touch those a lot on this. Right. Because it's not what this show's about. Right. I can see that. You definitely get in there. You dig in pretty good. Yeah. Half the shit, I don't know what you guys are talking about anyway. Yeah. I have no idea. But, dude, I've, 
I just wanted to share that. Uh, it, it was it was crazy. It just it just hit me like a bomb. It's like they're my boys now. Oh hell yeah! I'm really I'm glad to have you on there. It's fun. It's very much fun. Yeah, I'm excited about the future for it. I don't for think sure. it's gonna do anything but grow. And I've I've been like I've got a private chat with you. I got a private chat with uh, Jake. I talked to Wes on the side too, and just pitching ideas and things. Yeah. And that was my thing. I was like, you need to begin thinking about Rumble or Patreon because, like, every one of us wants to go way harder. And if YouTube is the main platform, we cannot do it. No. Sure can't. My, can you go live on Rumble? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't know about the rules. Like, I have a Rumble account. I haven't tried it. Uh, like, I don't have a Mo. Right. And one thing I found I don't like doing, like... We could be live right now on YouTube. Uh-huh. This this could be. Yeah. I don't like doing it because I'm running this, and I'm also, like, I'm doing the video off of an iPad. So you can't really pay attention to this. Yeah, it, it takes away from right. me being able to be with you on this because I'm trying to manage so you need all the production. Producer. Yeah. Well, I can see that being a problem. Yeah. Well, also, I, I thought it was cool doing the, the Porch Talk episodes at on Sundays too that was cool I want to get back to that it's really cool yeah like even if we did it every other week I can't I don't know if I can do it every week reason being is the weeks I work I can't get there to 4 o'clock yeah I can't stay till 8 o'clock every Sunday I just can't that's understandable but and I I wouldn't ask that every other Sunday possibility I could come in at 3 or 2 yeah we could run it no problem. I'm down with that. Videoed. Yeah. I w- and I would want to move toward video. I mean, and that and that was... And I'm not just saying it because it was... Uh, like, we got, we got, got great gunshots going off here. Yes. A lot. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really get me. Uh, I, I, like, I like the nature of the YouTube video. Maybe not YouTube, but the video itself. I, I like the nature of the clips, the reels, the yeah. everything you can pull out of that. Yeah. It's worth it. It is. I mean, all you got to do is catch one. Mm-hmm. Catch one, it'll blow up. And if you can stay with the times, I think you're in there. Yeah. I don't know that for a fact because, like, we blew up and then fell right back off the face of the map. I don't. I don't you have to stay at it. Yeah. I don't know, what we're, I don't know what, what's missing. I don't know what's missing. I think it's a disadvantage because, like, uh, y'all are only doing production on Sunday. Now, I know he does a lot of, like, other production, like some of the shorts and reels throughout the week with Mo. Yeah. And through his uh, gym. All right. And those are good, too. I watch them. They're entertaining. But, like, on the Mississippi Superman show, like, the podcast, the man up portion of it is, uh, and I think you're on the cusp of it, and it's something I'm working hard on just on the audio side. Yeah. Is... Monday through Friday. Right. Or most of the time I do two a week. Sometimes I can do four a week. Yeah. The, people don't people don't understand how hard that is. Oh no, I imagine. <laughs> I have the time though. After work I have the time. I definitely have the time. So I'm gonna come here. Think about setting up the studio in the garage. Yeah. I just don't know if it's gonna echo. I have to check. There's that a lot out. you can do about that, though. Yeah, so I have to hone that in. But uh, and that could be as simple as you and I going to Lowe's and buying PVC pipe and some cheap curtains, and just oh yeah, 
section it off the corner. Because we're going to... Um, Taylor's going to get me a podcast set up for my birthday. When's your birthday? June 28th. So... Got any questions about that? Let me know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I'm probably going to ask you what equipment... Yeah. And I, I would recommend, like, uh, we ha- y'all have a great music store here. I use them. I either use Backstage or a Guitar Gallery. Backstage, is that the is that the vinyl place? No, that's Scooters. Scooters, okay. okay. Backstage is straight music. I got you. But uh, they carry my record, if anybody in the Starville wants to get a copy of it. Scooters does? Uh, backstage. I backstage. need to, I need to take them to Scooters. Hell yeah. But, uh... Any, anything like I, I'm working on, like building up my PA system right now because my old one is crap. Yeah. And after Porch Fest is this weekend, by the way, April fifteenth and sixteenth, uh, I'd love for you to come. Or actually, it's fourteenth and fifteenth. I'm sorry, sixteenth is a Sunday, Friday and Saturday this week, five to ten on Friday, uh, noon to ten p.m. on Saturday. A lot of great music. We got comedy. We have a lot of art vendors, artisans. Uh, please come out and hang out. We got crawfish on Saturday. We got pizzas. We got beers. Uh, we got Coca Cola if you know that. Now you got to make sure you get this thing pr- produced and put it's gonna out. Be, it's going to be out tonight. Okay. <laughs> Ain't no doubt about it. Plug that, boy. Yeah. Ports Fest 2023, baby. That's it. But, uh, yeah. Any any questions? And, like, all the guys at Backstage, they, they did a great job of hiring their staff because. They're all knowledgeable. They all know what they're talking about. Okay. And they can help you. Like, if you go in there with concerns, they can point you in the right direction. But also, you got me. Where's that at? It's all on Highway 12. It's right in the heart of Starville, like, practically across the street from uh, Cookout. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That little... That little outlet right there. Yeah. Uh, they got a mattress place next to them, and they're also right by that mechanic shop. Yeah. Right by the Mexican restaurant? Yeah. 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 Uh, Casa Bravo. Casa Bravo. Okay. But a lot of, lot of options. Well, I might just let her cut me a check. I mean, you can walk up in there like, like well, Gordon they'll, they'll Bombay order. on the fucking Mighty Ducks they'll, when he walks into the hockey shop. You remember that? They'll probably order it, but like I... I wonder, I really want to bust in there like Gordon Bombay and the Mighty Ducks well, going into the hockey shop. I really just want to record that, too. <laughs> That's our first content. I'm going to try out everything. I'm going to accidentally knock some microphone stands over, you know, walk away. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It'll be fun. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm excited. Like uh Jake, uh that was the first person I helped get their podcast off the ground. I've had two others uh that I've helped but they that they're no longer doing it. That's why I'm so uh happy to be a part of Man Up. Yeah. It's like it's kinda like a a brainchild of mine, you know. Sure. Oh, it definitely is. Sure you're a little baby. So I wanna see it work and Plus, on top of that, just I love the MMA. Yeah, and I, I like I like hanging out at that gym. Everything about everything about that experience is good for me too. I like until we go to talking to politics, until we go to talking about that bumbling idiot and all that shit. Then yeah. I'm I'm kind of lost. But as far as just getting into it, the MMA scene, it's my shit. Yeah, I can't fight myself out of a white pepper sack probably, but. I know some guys. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> Don't have to worry about it. Uh-oh. It's like we said, uh, if you haven't caught it, the last uh, Man Up podcast, we talked about, like, uh, we talked a lot about fighting. Yep. Practically the last probably 40 minutes of the episode, and the main point that I 
grabbed from it was uh, if you row, row deep. That's right, for sure. And that was a rule that I knew back in high school. Man, like I said before, I came here though. Most I had I had two guy friends. Can you come closer? No, too far away. No, you good. And um, maybe I'm just not talking loud enough. It's got you now. Got me. I just uh, wanted I just wanted to match me. Okay. How are we doing now? We're good. Good. Um, I don't know for some reason I tend to hang out with more women, female people really? back then. Yeah. And they were they were mean as shit, just like dudes were. Well, that's we one talk thing. That's, shit to that's each one other. Uh, my uh, my ex wife, she was a huge fan of the the film Mean Girls. Yeah. And uh, while I was with her, uh, I was with her for six years. I hung out with a lot of females too, and but like back then I didn't. Dude, it was in school. Yeah, I was just hanging out with the boys. Well, I used to go to bonfires. I used to go to bonfires. And it was mostly just the boys. But like that Mean Girls really does nail like just how mean girls oh, are. Oh hell yeah, they're mean they, as shit, dude. Yeah. They're way meaner than dudes. And they're they do dirty. They're more like they're more like uh, I don't know, poison warfare or something. You know, it's yeah. not just it's not just that we're gonna beat you up. We're gonna like ruin your name. Yeah. We're going to ruin your we're life. Going, we're going to drag your reputation all yeah, through this We're going to make your life suck forever. A dude's just going to whoop your ass, and then he might be your friend the next day. You probably will be boys You know what I'm saying? Day. Yeah, but yeah. Girls aren't that, aren't that way, and that's one thing I'm scared of for my daughter. That sucks so bad. I might just have to beat a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Beat a young child's ass. I do not give a fuck. I saw a viral video on Twitter <clears> earlier <throat> this week to where uh, there was a young lady. Uh, she was causing a scene at Target. Yeah, and you know, like how most of the time, like I, I worked retail. I worked at a Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, really? One because I thought it was funny because I used to work at Click. No way. And then, like every now and then, I would hang up a Way Beyond sign in the <laughs> back. And like some people would get it, and some people didn't know yeah. what it was talking about. Like, yeah, we do have the remote in the back, but uh, <laughs> like if if anybody comes in there and you catch them red-handed stealing, you can't do anything about it. Really. Yeah, I mean, like, you'll lose your job, and then that corporation will get sued, and they'll probably lose. Oh, shit. Just because of, like, getting a little political here, but, like, America is so soft on crime. Yeah, for sure. And, like, so the rule is just let them go, and then we'll call the law, and then if they catch them out in the real world, which they never will, then they'll get justice. It's like, no, this Target employee, dude. Decked a girl in the face and knocked her the fuck out. Really? Yeah. My grandmama gave me that chain. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And the people that saw it, and, you know, most of the people that saw the video, backed him. Loved what he did because he was, like, I don't I don't think there, there are a few times when it's right for a dude to hit a woman. Yeah. Very few times. That's like, one of them, though. Yeah. She was way out of line. For sure. And was asking for it. Was she? Yeah. Like, like she, she was playing that card so so hard to where like you ain't gonna do nothing to me because I'm a chick. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And I he's like, like that. he's like bet. I don't <laughs> like that at all. <clears throat> well, where was I going with this? Oh, anyway, so I went to the bonfire with the yeah. guys, with the guys, and uh, I, like I said, I normally hung out with the girls. Yeah. Well, one of the guys that was there was a boyfriend of one of the girls that I hung out with on the regular. And at this particular night, that girl had plans on hooking up with some other dude while homeboy was at the bonfire. Yeah. And I had heard it. And I, so I went to the bonfire, and I was just going to hang out. But I was like, 
telling the guy, I was like, hey, man, you might want to go uh, Holler. back to town and you catch her red-handed. Yeah. Well, by the time, I don't know if they were finished or he just didn't show up. By the time the guy back, got back to town, it was just like, he's lying. I didn't do that. I wouldn't do you that way, blah, 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 blah. So the guy shows back up to the bonfire. I'm thinking yeah, everything's good. I didn't know any better. Him and the girl show up. The girl starts talking all kind of crazy shit, so I get pissed. I'm like, you know, F you, you B word, you stupid ass, big forehead looking hoe. <laughs> oh, going all in, are we? Just said some mean stuff. And um, he got really, really mad. He was like, you trying to get with my girl or something? You lying on her and trying to get me to break up? I was like, I'm not trying to get you to break up with her. I'm just trying to see that. She's a two-faced biatch. That's all, dog. <laughs> and uh, But I, I guess that was him thinking that I was just being a bitch myself, maybe. Right. I don't know. I was really, really trying to look out for the guy. Because he and I weren't friends. Yeah. Me and her were friends. All of our lives. But you know they always say bros before hoes. Yes. Right? It's a male thing, I guess. I don't know if that's true, but it feels like it. Well, I mean, I think about all the situations where, like, I can't think of a single situation to where if living by that, until, like, you find the one that you're going to marry. Right. Then you're going to... Yeah, I'm not going to say bros before my wife. Right. But... Back yeah. in that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That, yeah, like, you're never on to be on the side of your buddy. And the bad thing is, we weren't even friends. Well, that might have been where you screwed up. I just thought it was shitty. You thought bros before hoes was, like, universal? Yeah. Sometimes it ain't, man. Not for him, but for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wasn't expecting him to be like, oh, I'm going to pick my girl over you. I was expecting him to go catch his girl in the act and be like, damn, I appreciate that. Yeah. And see, that was a genuine guy. But instead, what happened was he didn't catch anybody doing anything. I looked like a complete liar. And he came back and was ready to fight. Yeah. So there was that. We did not fight, but I did hit him in the knuckles with a mag light. I know but, the story. But I had like five or six people trying to pull me out of this the window. Yeah, I was about to say, this is the one where you're, in a, when you're in a car. Yeah. Like, what do, you, what do you do there? You don't get out. No. You don't get out because there's a big fire right 10 feet away from you. And then there's all these drunk rednecks, you know, ready to probably stomp the shit out of you because <laughs> that's their buddy. He yeah. was their buddy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he was an outsider. I was, I mean, I was from the town. He wasn't even from the town. But it just, I didn't get it. I just wasn't a redneck, man. I just never have been. Even in a redneck town, I was not a redneck. Nothing to say there's wrong with being a fucking redneck. It's not what I'm saying. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 
96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Playing it all. All I'm saying is I wasn't one of them. Yeah. Not a hunter, a fisher. I feel that too. I wasn't a Hank Williams Jr. connoisseur. I didn't drive a pickup truck. I didn't wear boots and blue jeans and a bent bill hat. It just wasn't my style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't raised that way. Just nothing about it was anything that had anything to do with me. I was, uh, from the, I picked up guitar when I was 15. Before that, I did fish a little bit. Yeah. Never cared about hunting. And, like, the love of my life before music was baseball. I would absolutely love to hunt or fish now. I'd love to learn. Well, I think there's solidarity to it. Yeah, there's some kind of peaceful peacefulness to it's it. It's like taking a shit. Yes. Absolutely. But just, except it's like a three, four hour experience. And about, you may catch a little adrenaline buzz at the end yeah. when you shoot a motherfucking deer or catch a fish. I remember I went to the lake a few uh, years ago. Two summers ago, I think. We were brim fishing, I think, or crappie fishing. I don't know the difference. But um, I accidentally caught a catfish. Well, not accidentally. <coughs> it wasn't my choice. It wasn't my choice, right? The catfish. They're bottom feeders. They'll eat anything. Catfish bit this pole, and apparently this pole was not meant for catfish. And Broke it. No, but that some bitch was hard as hell to get back in the boat, and that some bitch ended up being like a foot long, yeah, like three pounds, yeah, little motherfucker. I was mad, dude. He made me look like a bitch, but I still would like to fish. Yeah, I think there's something about it, you know, like with hunting or fishing. It kind of kind of makes you feel manly, right? Too. I, yeah, I think so. Something about like maybe I don't feel like a man enough, maybe so I just kind of want to go out there and prove myself. That you ever I can, go out to the refuge? That I can survive. Uh. Uh-uh. I like going out there. What is out there? Yeah. Buffalo. No. Uh, there's a couple of gators, but uh, it's a big pond, man. A lake, and you can get out there and you can canoe. Uh, it's federal land, so you're supposed to have a license to fish, but I don't bring bl- your own canoe. You can. Yeah. Where's, uh, where's this at? Just that way. Not far? Like if you took Octok all the way to the end, took a right, Yeah. we'd probably be there 10 minutes. Really? Yeah, it ain't nothing. Let's go check that out. Should. But uh, you, it's federal land, so you're supposed to have a license to fish, and uh, I don't agree with that. Uh, I don't believe in licenses. I don't, no. need, I don't need a license to do anything. I'll do, I'll do what I want to do. The native people of this land had fucking license. It's, it's to, wild. It's wild to me, I, and I don't understand that. Like, what? What are you? It's very foreign. That the idea. It's just to make more money off the people again. Yeah, there again. Yeah, some more political bullshit. 
Yeah, but I mean, bet your ass you're going to have, like, I've never seen the guy. And I, I used to, like, when I lived in Starville, I would go out to the refuge like two or three times a week. Yeah. I've never seen a game warden. Yeah. I've heard stories. Right. Of him being out there. Personally, never seen him. But I used to go out there, especially, like, this time of year, longer day, get off work. Yeah. Stay out there till after dark. I might put a line in the water. I mean, what's the problem even if you're catching release? Exactly. If it's catch and release, then you're not even fishing. Yeah. You're just out there messing around. Just, that's all I was doing. So, I, I, yeah, I definitely don't see a problem there. And if he come at me with some smoke, it'd be like, what am I hurting? Yeah. Their lip? It's, yeah. No. About their ripping lips? <laughs> their ripping lips. <laughs> ripping lips. I've never heard that, but that sounds <laughs> sad, actually. <laughs> Poor fish. I'm making the fish late for something? Yeah. Where yeah. were you? I got caught. Prove it. <laughs> Prove, huh? Look at this. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's old Mitch Hedberg joke. Did you oh, ever uh, mess with him? No. You who, like him? Who is he? He's a comedian. I don't know him. Died of heroin, like all my favorite musicians. Uh, I don't know him. He was, uh, was he famous for? Him? King of the one-liners. Okay. I bought a parrot. The parrot talked. It did not say it was hungry, so it died. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that sounds like a psychopath. If you get lost in the woods, fuck it. Build a house. I was lost, but now I live here. Hey. I, have, I have severely improved my predicament. Damn, I like <laughs> it that. was it was stuff like that, dude. Uh, and it, the, his whole his whole thing was just one liners. Like it, he's, if I'm ever on a boat and it capsizes, I'm gonna reach for a lime. Look at the lime in this drink, how it floats. <laughs> I am saved by the buoyancy of citrus. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. That yeah, was that's the joke. Always. No, not that joke, but I mean all the jokes. You yeah, just, they all come like that. Yeah. Small packages. Small packages. Bangers. Yeah. TNT. Yeah. I can't believe you ain't never heard of Mitch Hedberg, dude. I could I could run Mitch Hedberg jokes for the next 30 minutes. Really? Dude, I love Mitch Where Hedberg. Where do I find this? Uh, You can look him up. You got an iPhone? Yeah. He's got uh, all his comedy CDs are on uh, Spotify and Apple. Okay. Or Amazon, probably everywhere. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. He would always wear uh, dark sunglasses, just like the guy from uh, Alice in Chains. Lane Staley. Let me look him up. When he was performing. He had long blonde hair, and he would wear, like, dark-rimmed uh, sunglasses. Now that you say that, he sounds familiar, but I just don't. The name doesn't sound familiar. Okay. You know, it might be somebody. Hedberg is H-E-D-B-U-R-G. Oh, okay. This guy. That is exactly him. He also was in a few episodes of That 70s Show. He was the hot dog vendor, if you ever watched that. Actually, I do not know this guy. His face looks very familiar also. I say, ah, if you ever watched that 70s show. show. Yeah. The hot dog guy. And he, had a, he had a good run on Subway. He was like, uh, I went in the Subway because there was some ducks outside. and I was wanting to get him some bread. And uh, I went in the Subway and I asked him to give me some loaves of bread. And apparently it's Subway policy that the two uh, loaves of bread cannot touch. And I was like, well, just slap some lettuce behind it. Between it. And she said, you want a lettuce sandwich? He said, I don't know. It's for a duck. She said, oh, it's for a duck. It's free. I did not know this, but ducks eat for free at Subway. So if you ever find yourself hungry and need a sandwich, go to Subway and order your favorite sandwich and say it's for a duck. And that's real? That can't I, be real. Probably not. It's got to be real. <laughs> it's got to be real. He, he talked about this. Uh, he said, I was in Ireland and someone in the crowd went, woohoo. And he said, uh-huh. That's why I left. Because people kept going, woohoo. <laughs> he said, I once almost got in a fight at an Irish pub, but I went to a, I ran to a subway because that felt like the U.S. Embassy to me. 
How long has that guy been gone? Oh, dude, uh, probably 20 years. Really? Yeah, he died like uh, early 2000s. How old was he? In his probably, 20s? 30s? No, he was probably late 30s. See, that's, that's some good stuff. Those are funny jokes. Yeah. They are really funny jokes. And then he's like, uh, I like to uh, refer to we when I'm having fun because that's what you do when you're having fun. Like, think about when you're going down a slide as a kid. What do you yell? Wee! <laughs> I'm referring to me and a group of people, and we're all having fun. Having a it's banger. <laughs> it's awesome. He sounded like he had a really cool, cool personality. Yeah. Anybody who can just make up shit like that. He, he would talk about like uh, just his joke writing process, and it was funny. He was like, "You know, I'm lying in my bed in my hotel." He said, "I'll think of a joke." And I like to put the pen and pad to where I have to get up. So then I put myself in a predicament to where I have to make myself get up because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Or I'm just going to lay here and just go to sleep because I have convinced myself that that joke I just thought of ain't that funny. Really? <laughs> so it puts us up. Wow. That's a headspace, huh? Yeah. I mean, honestly. If you make yourself get I mean, which is not that big of a deal. To now get, we have notes up. on our phone, right? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm just thinking about it, like that. You know your shit is that good or it, it not? Yeah. Just, just to, mm, fuck that. I'm going to sleep. That wasn't that great. If I knew I could do that, because I, you know, I have come up with some hellacious jokes in my day. Oh yeah. And I can't remember a motherfucking one of them because I didn't think to write them down. My delivery is never as good as when I thought of it. Oh wow. I do whole ass bits though, like in the shower. Yeah. I do whole bits in the shower, and then by the time I get out, I'm. I guess when I start rubbing my head, I rub them some bitches right out of it. Because I like doing bits in public. Yeah. And then it turns into a joke. And then it's just a story. Like, I think I think it's hilarious, like, if we're at Hooters and I tell the wait- waitress that it's your birthday. And then the <laughs> <laughs> next thing you know, we're surrounded by Hooter girls and they're all clapping in like, uh, I mean, you just, you got a bunch of Hooter girls. God right damn here. it. And they all have their shirts on. And it's a bit. Yeah, it is a bit. Or the Mexican restaurant. That one's... I got got last year. And it's even funnier if it's not even their birthday. Yeah, I got got last year. <laughs> I'll show you the video. I was drunk, so I just went with it. Uh, Mexican restaurant. When the guy hit me with the sombrero, he put it on my head. He almost knocked my ass out. <laughs> but it come with like... I think Did I they got pie a, you? Oh, yeah. They pie me. I got, I got a video of it. Got a free margarita out of the deal. I can't beat that. No, it was cool. I think I got it on Snapchat, but um, it was it was well worth it because I was I was there on work and, and the guy that I used to work with he got fired, so couldn't see him at work. But I really liked the kid. He was he was a sweet kid. He was a funny guy. He's you know, so I called him up. I was like, hey man, why don't you meet me for a for a bite to eat or whatever? And we get there and immediately we start drinking. And immediately, I end up with a fucking pie in the face. <laughs> it's like, you dick. <laughs> you little piece of shit. But it was it was fun. It was definitely fun. I mean, you got a pretty good bit, I mean, that you did at the Burt Crusher show. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's that's a good story. You know? It is. I, and I like, uh, I can't wait for Porch Fest. Once again, to plug that. Yeah. Is uh, my blues band is going to close out Saturday night. And, like, last year, I put on a taco costume and played. Oh, nice. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how I'm going to one-up that. It might just be just pouring a PBR all over me and just getting down like that. But I'm going to do something crazy. Do fat belly. 
Get out there and fat belly. I, go I got it. a fat belly. I can do that. I do too. I think that's fun. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I, everybody was like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna do it?" And I was just like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it." As soon as it gets to that section, yeah, I'm gonna do Shirt's it. Shirt's coming off. And the shirt came off, and I just started twirling it and doing the suck it symbol and humping the air and bad baby, bad baby, and everything. You know, I just went for it. And I swear to God, dude, it felt like whenever the screen got on me, I mean, the camera got on me and I was on the screen, I felt like I had to perform. And I felt like I performed for an hour. It's like they're never going to take the screen off, the camera off me. Please take it off. It had to feel like an eternity. God damn, man. It was forever. How long do you think it really was? Was it like a minute or? Uh, I'd say probably a good 30 seconds. At least. See, but it felt like an eternity. Dude. Uh, at least thirty, maybe more. I don't know. I have it on video, but I don't. What's I don't know how long it was. It seems like putting it, putting, getting put on blast. Okay, right here's twelve seconds. Okay, that's twelve seconds, and that's the end of it. So maybe a minute, probably closer to a minute. Yeah, and that, that's one thing I tell my comedian friends. I could like getting up on stage and like having a guitar in front of me. Yeah, it's kind of like cover. I couldn't imagine just couldn't imagine just like holding a mic and telling bits and stories and I feel like I would just bomb. What about the Adam Sandler style? Why don't you get up there with your guitar and sing funny songs? That could have, and I do like with shows. Like I'll do bits in between. Mm-hmm. Like I love playing outside shows, and then you hear like an ambulance or a cop car sirens going by. It's like, don't mind that. That's my ride. <laughs> it's easy things yeah. that everybody's done, but it's funny, right? Um, or making up a story like about a song I wrote, like it's it is nothing near of what what actually inspired the song, but it's just a funny little story, maybe just a little line from the song and just right. make some shit up. Just throw an extra little <laughs> yeah. piece of bullshit in there. That's I think that about a lot of storytellers and jokers, like do you ever think about sometimes it's not their story? I would bet that most of it isn't. Like how many? What percentage of a comedian's jokes are not his, or <clears throat> a good storyteller? What percentage would you say would is not his stories? I could tell some stories now. Like honestly, my life's been pretty shitty, but I know some folks has got it worse. Yeah, I would love to tell some other people's stories. Shit. Yes, if I could get the blessing from a few guys, I probably could tell stories for the rest of my life. But I don't want to do it without their blessing. Yeah, because that's kind. Of, I feel like it's like it's kind of stealing. You know what I mean? I they do, might want to tell those stories one day. I do. I do feel that. What about like? Uh, I have a. I was thinking about how to frame this. I was about to say I'm I'm a fairly blessed man. Yeah. But it's and I, I would say that I am. But uh, I have buried a lot of my friends. What do you mean? They're pat. They've passed on. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, I tell their stories now. That's different. Is it? Uh, that, yeah. And that, that was the question that I was going to ask. That's different. And it's not disparaging. It's like the good ones that yeah. I know they they would want told. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's kind of tribute. It's, it's tribute to tell someone who passed on stories. Because without telling those stories, those people. Their memories going to be forgotten. Their memories are gone, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a totally different thing. Yeah. But but what what I mean by stealing people's stories though is like that guy may want to become a podcaster one day or he may want to be a comedian or he may just want to 
write children's books about themselves. Well, why don't they, uh, like, when you get your stuff and going, like, let that be, like, some of your first guests? I got a guy. <laughs> I definitely got a yeah. guy. I have more than one guy, but I have a guy. And uh, he's got stories to tell that I don't believe anybody's going to believe. Yeah. I don't believe I don't believe the shit. I've I've got a couple of guests and it's just a matter of I want to do it in person like this. Yeah. But it may be it may have to be over like a Zoom or Skype call. That is I I do not like doing it like that, but I will if there is no other way. Right. Like uh hopefully next Friday I'm going to be interviewing one of my favorite comedians, Michael Rainey. Uh-huh. Uh Where? and he's out of Pennsylvania. Live? Skype. It's gonna be a Zoom call. You got you got to pay for that. No, no. Now Skype, you can you can. There's not a time limit, but Zoom, unless you pay for it, you get forty minutes. Okay, you're doing but Zoom or Skype. It's gonna be Zoom. But the thing about it, like if he's having a good time, and call him like back. Thirty five minutes. We got that recorded. Hey, I'm gonna call you right back and we'll finish. I'm hoping that's what happens. But I have, I've been prepping for this interview for like two months. Is it Michael Rainey? Yeah. I know that name. He's the host of Dad Meat and Little Stinkers. Okay. And a fairly successful comedian. He used to be a uh, a teacher, and he's now able to quit. He quit his job, and uh, he does, has he does. has enough patrons on his Patreon through Little Stinkers and Dad Meat to where he podcasts for a living. Damn. And then you know he does his comedies. That's where I want to be. God dang, that's where I want to be. I'm telling you, dude. Do you know how awesome it would be to be like, all right, Alan, I'll see you in the morning. Wait, what? Yeah, let's go run a mile and go do a banging ass podcast for four hours. Exactly, exactly. And like, and it would be just this. Like, how much prep do we do? None. Just letting it go. Yeah. Let it fly, boy. Yeah, let it fly. And that's one thing I learned quick. Like, uh, one pod. I've I've been on uh, like six different podcasts. Yeah. And the most aggravating one I went on, like the whole thing was practically scripted. That's stupid. Like, not to. It wasn't down <laughs> to like. Like the, exactly what you were gonna say, just but, telling you what the topics but, were gonna be. And yes, such, yeah, yes. Just, and and not only that, the topics and the direction the conversation was gonna go. Then you're gonna get a generic conversation. Well, that, that's how it felt. It feels like, and I mean that podcast. As far as I know, there. I mean it's it's non-existent now. I really like this organic style that we do on both shows. It's it's really fun because you never know what kind of reaction you're gonna get from. Well, not only that, dude. I was going through. Some of the comments that uh, especially of today's uh, episode that dropped a man up, and I mean this happened within the first three minutes. Like when you know I, I was sharing the story about how I got my teeth knocked out, and yeah. then like we started to be like, okay, the trick is everybody that made fun of me, you made this joke. I'm gonna get them all hooked on meth. Yeah, and that was that guy's comment. He was like, y'all had me in tears <laughs> telling that story, but he's like, here's the kicker. I used to be hooked on meth, so I related to that. <laughs> wow. And I was like, and you know, we're just we're just dicking around telling stories, but it hit it, it hits for somebody. It hits home, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. That's great. I I've not seen this yet. Yeah. I for, honestly forgot it was Wednesday. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow. NFL draft is tomorrow. Oh, you big on that? Hell uh, yeah. Who's your team? I don't have a team. You man. just excited? It's just a damn I'll, my whole the whole league is my team. It's weird. Are you big on like fantasy football? Hell yeah! That's Are what you? I'm, that's what I'm doing. Dog. I, was to, I was about to say fantasy drafting all that. That's why I say like I, I don't have a team per se. If I had a team, we'd say Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, Steelers. Yeah, that's, that's Taylor's team, and she kind of got me like if they're on TV, I watch the Steelers. 
that's one thing I've learned about like Starkville in this area. Like same with baseball. Like most people around here with MLB, they're either a Braves fan or a Cub fan. Yeah. The reason behind that so was those were the those were the two teams on TV at that time. Trash. S- same with most people around here are either Cowboy or Steeler fans. If you, if you ever notice, like the flyers on people's homes when you go by, yeah, usually it's going to be a Steeler or a Cowboy. Now, granted, there are a few Saint fans. I know, I know some Saint fans and some Falcon fans because we're so close to yeah Atlanta, proximity. Yeah, but other than that, it's I don't know. Probably, f- I actually have a friend from Pittsburgh, so he's a. Steeler fan, of course. I'd probably be a Penguin fan if I give anything about hockey, which is something I want to start going to. My drummer friend I was telling you about, uh-huh. he's a huge Nashville Shark fan. What the hell's a Nashville Shark? That's the Nashville hockey team. I thought they were the Predators. They are the Predators, but the logo's a shark. I'm mixed up. It is the Predators. But he, they go. Okay. And I was like, I've been to a hockey match. Nashville I, so far away. Can we not get a semi-pro team here? Somewhere close. Birmingham. Still two two hours? Closest other place I could think of that would be most convenient that actually, and they only do it in the winter, would be Tupelo. How dope would it be for the Mississippi State Bulldogs to have an ice hockey team? They do. Do they? They play in Tupelo. Oh, well, that's dumb. Alabama's team plays in Birmingham. The Alabama Frozen Tide. Really? I'm not making that up. I hate it. I hate it that they travel so far away. Why not just put up? Because we ain't got no ice. But ironically, like, Florida's one of the better hockey teams. I'm just saying, you can put it indoors and make an ice rink. Yeah. But, I mean, think about, like, and I bet we would all agree to this. It's like, dude, if Starville had an ice rink, I would learn Mm. to ice skate. Would you? Uh, I would absolutely go. I don't know. I mean, I've brought up Mighty Ducks like six times this episode, so it's my shit. Ice hockey has been my shit. Dude, I from, I don't know if it's ear problems or what it is. I have no sense of balance. Like, I could stand up right now and you could push me a little bit to one side, uh-huh. and I'd have to catch myself. Really? Dude, I'm horrible. So what about uh, no rollerblading? Dude, couldn't do that as a child. Skateboarding was out. I can ride a bike. What about regular roller skates? Mm-mm. No? no. Mm-mm. Can't do it. Even, even with the doubles. Like I find it harder to do the doubles. Inline skates are way easier for me. Are they? Yeah, See, for sure. And I wonder, like, but now I'm kind of tall, and I feel like being short is lower center of gravity. Yeah. But even when it should else, be easier if you're short. But I'm not. <laughs> no, I realized that today when you walked up, you're way taller than I remember you being last week. Thank you, folks. Very strange. Very strange for me when you walked up. I was like, is this guy like six two? I am. Really? Hmm? I've always thought you were my height. Mm-mm. Which is like three foot nothing. Yeah. Just a little bit. I'm bo- the only guy giving Jake a run for his money, man. I'm, not, I'm a little, Billy, little bitty feller. And I was just like, I got another little Billy feller friend. And then I looked at you today and I was just like, what the fuck? Where did he, when did he grow? You're so tall. I stood up straight. Something. Poke, I don't know, poke man. my chest out. Yeah. You said it with your chest and you didn't even have to say nothing. I was just like, hey, okay. okay. Man, well, dude, uh, we're rounding out. I want to go for about ten more minutes. You said you had a uh, story. Do you want to save it for the next one? Oh fuck no! <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, tell, tell it. Let's talk about breakup songs. Oh, 
You think Taylor Swift listens to her breakup songs when she's going through a breakup? Hell yeah, I listen to I listen to them. And I don't even break up. I love Taylor Swift. Don't judge me. I'm not. She's I'm, badass. I'm, she's badass. Ever since that song Tim McGraw came out in 1942, I was <laughs> like. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. I hope you think of me. I was like, every time I Tim McGraw comes on, I think of her now. Like, oh, she got you. She sold herself through that. Though. No, she really. I think she really. That was a marketing ploy for people like our age who, when that came out, I was just. You like, know when I started listening to her? When I used to give guitar lessons, and uh, a girl that I was giving guitar lessons to, she was like two or three years younger than me. And, like, to keep people energized, like, I wouldn't, like, teach them a whole lot of music theory at first. Like, I would try to teach them, like, basics, get them, get them going, teach them, like, a ACDC song, something to be excited about that they could right. show their friends. Be like, oh, man, check this out. And I was like, if you could know any song, what song would it be? And she's like, Taylor Swift. Teardrops on my guitar. At, matter of fact, it was that. Hey, <laughs> that's a good one. And uh, And she, so I didn't know the song, so... I leave that, and I was like, I'm going to go learn it, and then I'll simplify it to where you can play it. Okay. And then I listened to that song, and then I started listening to more Taylor Swift, and I was like, she's good. She's not bad. She's very good. And then I heard her just drop a song Taylor listens to, and she said the F word, and I was appalled. <laughs> that must be her newer stuff. I don't know. I was appalled. I think it was her, at least. <laughs> but no, you think of a breakup makeup song, what is it? I think a lot of Ryan Adams. Like, you know, my favorite, Come Pick Me Up. Come Pick Me Up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You just made me look like a bitch. How? That's the song that I thought about today. Oh, let's go. In sync. <laughs> I want it that way. I want you back. Uh, you know that one? I do know that when one. And I want you back. It's good. It's good. Oh, man. It's, it's bad, but it's good. God, it's good. <laughs> I got to uh, I got to looking at at I got a friend I got a friend back home I call him a friend I hope he thinks he's my friend I hope he's my friend he's a cool guy though he and I weren't really close back in the day but you know as you grow up you tend to realize what good people are worth right yeah and so anyway he's, he's good he's good people he's good fucking people and and he tends to he tends to joke around a lot he's like this six foot four black guy he's he's, he's funny as hell he's he's Two years older than me, three years older than me. Why are they just always naturally more funny than us? I don't know, man, but I remember this guy. I remember this guy. He's always been funny. And the reason I remember this is because when I was I was probably in seventh grade, maybe, there was this girl, and I swear she looked just like Miss Piggy. Oh, boy. And we were all sitting in the bleachers. What was her permit? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure she found him. She was a sweet girl. Oh, good she for her. She was a sweet girl, but... We were in the bleachers, and I looked at him. I said, you know, she's kind of like the notorious B.I.G. That's the notorious P.I.G. And he looked at me, he goes, bro, that's racist. (laughs) (laughs) And I got offended. I was like, what the fuck do you mean that's racist? That's the funniest shit I've said all day. Yeah. He was joking. I didn't take it as a joke at the time. But now I really get his comedy. Yeah. He was joking. Yeah. And that's hilarious. It's good. But anyway, he's, he's the type of guy that gets on Facebook, and he's like, what's, what y'all listening to these days? And they're like, I don't know. What are you listening to? Like Taylor Swift or NSYNC? 
bumping them Backstreet Boys. He don't give a fuck. He just he's honest. Yeah, he's real, but he's really funny. God dang, I'd love to have him on a podcast. Let's go, dude. He's still in Arkansas. Legit. He's in Steel, Missouri. Okay. Herman Rogers. Shout out. For real, like he's worth Herman Kardashians on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love people who don't go by their real he name is, on social media. He's legit, man. He's funny as fuck. And I wish I could just get him onto a show. I was thinking about changing my name. <laughs> to what? I have no idea. God, Maybe I let it be my stage name. Yeah. And just go by it. And I, I'm not with it, dude. Like, I like the Hunter Myers approach. Like, take your personal page and make it your business page. Yeah. Like. I hate it. I don't like having, like, a like Alan Aldridge and then Alan Aldridge music. Yeah. I don't, just let it all be one. I think that's where I am with it. Because I hate it, the, the, the split. Because it, it makes you have to take on another personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. On this, page, on this page, I'm... I'm a father. Stri- I'm strictly music. Yeah. And on this on this page, I'm this page. I'm a father. I'm a I'm a husband. I'm a brother. I'm a son. This page, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, I'm just a piece of shit all the time. I'm just yeah. a piece of shit. Dad, father, son, my husband. It's fine. I'm okay. Got the trio. I'm okay with it. But yeah, well, cool, man. Let's uh let's wrap this one up. You want to do another one? Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe to the show. Uh, I do have a Patreon if you'd like to go there. Uh, and I do have content that I have yet to put on it. But uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, that's Porch Talk 101. Uh, find us on the socials, Porch Talk 101 there. Some iteration, you'll see the logo. Thank you all so much for listening. You got anything you want to plug? Yeah, keep a lookout for that uncultured swine. Yes. That'll probably be the name of this episode. It's coming soon. Sooner than everyone thinks. Yeah, we were looking at it. Scoping it out. We have been scoping it out. It's in the monocle. Here we go. All right. See you on a bit. Peace. Tell me, did you see that? Couldn't look away. I don't know where I'm going. It's a journey not a race. I don't know where I'm going. Just that I can't stay. And I'm starting over. I'm starting over. Maybe this time I can get it. It's been coming for so long Honey, I can't wait I don't know where I'm going Just that I can't stay And I'm starting over, I'm starting over
broken as I'm baby And as desperate as it may seem There's a place somewhere for you Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.